That was a lot of a lot more ball talk than I was expecting to. Next story. <laughs> I would rather have boobs than balls. Hello and welcome. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us. Episode 18. Yeah, I, I can't believe it either. Um, really, really excited that you're tuning in. I, I hope you tell your friends. I hope you subscribe on iTunes. I hope you spread the word because uh, we, we like growing this endeavor as much as we can today on the show um a few you know i want to get into kind of some sports the nba and the nhl playoffs are starting and there's nothing i can think of that interests me less in sports and i want to talk about the reasons why and maybe maybe we can fix the nba and the nhl nhl playoffs also a couple of the weirder stories in sports this week uh, there was a there was a prank gone wrong, and it was a it was a school. It wasn't a fraternity prank, but it may as well have been. And I think everybody knows where this is going because if it's a fraternity prank or if it's a boys anything football team whatever, a bunch of guys getting together and there's a prank of some kind. It's going to be a little bit gay, and this is no different. Uh, also, I'm, I want to go on the record as saying I'm anti-prank in any form. I'm not interested in pranks. I don't appreciate them. I don't play them. I'm not a prankster, and I don't like pranksters, and I don't want anybody playing any pranks on me. I don't like people jumping out and scaring each other. I don't like any kind of prankery. Team, no pranks. But especially if it's, it has to do with injuring somebody's ball sack which is what happened here so thoughts and prayers to this guy we'll get to that also bully shaming this has been a big story lately and it's something we need to get to some asshole neighbor guy in ohio was like a real dick to everybody in his neighborhood like they had people had like special needs kids and on in uh wheelchairs and he would tar the sidewalk so they couldn't they couldn't roll past all sort he did all sorts of mean shit and he got he got sentenced by a judge to sitting outside with a with a sign that said i'm a, you know i'm a bully i'm a huge dick and i mean i don't i feel like a better sentence would be some jail time but we we need to talk about at least he got shamed we, we're going to talk about shame People being shamed, who deserves to be shamed, because more people deserve shame. I feel like this guy deserves some jail time, but shame, there's not enough going around. There needs to be more. And of course, we're, we're going to close the show like we have been lately, like is, is our new routine with our pop culture segment, Fancy Pop. We'll be joined by our, everybody's favorite, definitely my favorite, my all-time favorite, nobody more my favorite right now than this person. Fancy Sauce. Fancy Sauce will join us to to brief us. I'm sure she'll have some Lohan updates. There's a there, there's a lot going on with uh, Tori Spelling and her husband, Dean McDermott. He's a sex addict. I'm, I think she might talk about that. Uh, there's uh, all, all sorts of myriad topics and and guys stuff that guys like us don't know about. We need we need a culture pop culture expert like Fancy Sauce to come on and sort us out. 
joining me now, as always, another one of my favorite people, Ed Daly. Ed, how's it going? Hey, Brian. How are you? I'm well, sir. Everything okay in Hoboken, New Jersey? <laughs> you know, I was just enjoying, before the podcast, I was enjoying uh, some clips from Oscar Pistorius' uh, trial. I don't, I don't know why, but I love hearing this guy talk because um, he's, he's crying. He's so thinking. But his crying, it's the weirdest. He goes, I didn't kill Riva. It's the weirdest cry voice. And, and they don't fuck around in these, in these, uh, South African, uh, trials. Yeah. Yeah. Courts. Like the, the, the DA is just sitting there going, Oh, stop crying. You did it. You did it. Didn't you? And there's nobody saying I object. Yeah. He's like, let, let me get this straight. So you were defending her and murdering her at the same time. Just say you're a murderer. Stop crying. Like they're just saying over and over again. And, and and he's just crying and they're just bashing him. And like that was like a one-minute clip. Apparently this went on for like a day or two days. Does he have the choice to testify? Because he only makes himself look more guilty with all his sociopathic tendencies on the witness stand. Yeah, I feel like they told him that he had to – like it's, it's, it's like definitely rules. not like the United States. Like there was not one objection in that segment yeah. where like I, I, I really haven't studied too much of the legal system. But if you are alive in America, you've seen enough productions about court cases on TV or movies to know that like there are some objections to be done. Yeah, of course. Well, I don't – you know, I mean the rule of law – in South Africa, South Africa is an unruly place. I don't imagine, you know, law don't go around here, law dog. I feel like that's <laughs> there's a lot of that in South Africa. Also, I, but I do like no juries. Yeah, I'm I'm pro no jury. Yeah, well, my thing we need professional juries. Like get Fair. make it a make it a job that people sit on juries. For a living and get some smart people on some juries because if, if this happened in the United States of America where Oscar Pistorius is a well-known guy, famous, kills his girlfriend. I mean it's happened before. He's getting off. There's there's no way in this country Oscar Pistorius is convicted of murder. But in South Africa <laughs> where it's just a judge, I mean I'm hoping she can sort him out. Yeah, it seems like she she's a no-nonsense kind of lady. Yeah, send him away. Um, this weekend – I'll tell you what I did this weekend. Okay. I, I took my kids because a lot of people don't know this. Well, people do know this, I think. I say it every week. I'm a single dad, divorce guy. It was my weekend. Every other weekend is my weekend with the kids. And uh, kids were here. Took them to see Captain America. Mm. As did I. Oh, you saw Captain America as well? I, I did. Yeah. You know, not – like I'm not really into those kind of movies. I'm pretty highbrow. I like dialogue. I like indie pictures. But for a superhero movie, for a comic book movie, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> not, not that bad. Usually I, I'd say Batman – the Batman movies have been the only like superheroes that I've kind of been into. But this was all right. Yeah. This is all right. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I, I will say that his hairpiece – was I was a little bit the only, there was two things that mesmerized me in this movie. Number one, Captain America's hairpiece. I have a feeling I know what number two is. Number two, Scarlett Johansson's ass. 
Oh my goodness! Where <laughs> she was wearing tight clothes. She, she, I don't know if there's any CGI. I'm not like a super fan of hers. I am. Like I, she, I, I am most definitely a fan. She has a fit. She's got a healthy. She's not too skinny. She's got a healthy body. She's got a nice round ass. A, a nearly perfect ass, I would have to say. Nearly perfect. Um, but there's a couple. There's a couple things that that happened. I, first of all, going to the movies. I need. Like these days, they're coming out with better movie theaters. You get a reclining seat. Sometimes you can get some booze. It depends on where you go. Sometimes there's a waitress that'll serve you. They're doing them a little more plush. I need I don't to know what movie theaters are by you. You've mentioned this a couple of times. Oh yeah, that yeah. I, they have I get served too, but it's in the form of a flask. Oh really? Yeah. Well, there's a couple that I go to. Well, there's one here that's re- that's. Really, they'll really set you up. Like they'll bring food to your table and stuff. You get a re- you get great. like a recliner. But the thing is, it costs way more than a regular movie, right? And it's a, like a twenty dollar yeah ticket yeah. And a regular movie is expensive enough already. So I don't really do that one that often. Then there's another one I go to when my girlfriend's in town. What up, Kate? I miss you. Uh, <laughs> we go to another movie theater where they just have a bar in the lobby. That's that's a pretty solid move. Yeah, so seems like an easy move that they should have been having for decades. I don't understand. Like, what what took them so long? So I'll go, I'll belly up before the movie starts while she's sorting out the popcorn, getting it how she likes it. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a whole situation involved there where she's going back, a little more butter here, a little you know, top it up. And she's salting a certain way, and while she's doing that, I'm getting a couple of beers. I'll, I buy myself two. She doesn't want anything. I buy myself two beers so I don't have to bounce back out to get another one. That's a that's a strong move. Yeah. And they think they pour you know, it's a draft beer. They pour it's a craft brew, they pour in a glass. Anyway, this wasn't that kind of theater. Plus I was with my kids. It's the middle of the day. Okay. I it need they need to take it a step further where I need like my own domicile. Because if I'm not getting coughed on by half nearly dead, one foot in the grave. God's waiting room everywhere around me. It's I got this guy sitting in front of me, excessive cologne guy. Oh. I was just in this guy's cloud the whole time, and he would get up and come back. He got up and he, he's real fat. He got up and left and came back two or three times, and every time he would bring his swath of odor of, of perfumey order. What, what, what's right. this? Oh. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I under I get that people use cologne. Yeah. I I personally I I has have you smelled soap? I mean, right. soap smells terrific. I'm not a coloner myself, obviously. Hashtag hetero. But if you are wearing cologne, yeah, and I, I'm not that guy. A little goes a long I, way. I, I get it. I get it. Like some people feel that need for a little extra. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need much. No. I mean, soap no. soap smells great. Just take a shower, and then if you need a little extra something. Focus on the word little. Uh, don't don't spray it on yourself. Like spray it near yourself, and it'll get on you. Trust me. Also, what, like, what's this guy's end game? He's a big fat tub of shit. Like, is he like you know what? A Captain America. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna get some pussy at this movie. I <laughs> is need... Scarlett Johansson gonna climb off the screen? Right. I, I gotta get a little Dracar behind the ears. You never know. I right. might I might be able to score some hottie with my 500 pound body in this theater. Uh, yeah, I, so I could do without this guy. Also, PG thirteen. I'm watching the movie. Well, I shouldn't say that. 
I'm sitting between my two children. I'm looking at my phone, and all of a sudden I see my son kind of shiver, and I look up, and a guy gets – spoiler alert – a guy gets kicked Indiana Jones style into a propeller of an airplane. <laughs> like PG-13. Wait, I need some a ruling here. You know, like my kid, he's eight years old. He doesn't need to see that. Are you going to become a letter writer? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, I've already forgotten. Are you going to be it. fun of one of those? But I, you start protesting Howard Stern next. I need a little heads up. I mean, it wasn't the end of the world, but PG thirteen. Yeah, I, I I don't care about the rating, but yeah, maybe they should just tell you yeah what what to expect. Yeah. Like there will be beheadings or or something like that. Right. Cartoon violence is what I'm expecting. You know, not not well, and it wasn't that bad, but. You know, something to think. It definitely wasn't as bad as Cologne Guy. I, I, I'm actually writing a uh, piece on it, but there are two complaints I have with this and pretty much every action movie that's been made in the last decade. Tell me. The directors need to pump the brakes on headbutts. How, oh, yeah. how, many, how many fucking headbutts yeah. happen in, in real life? A lot of headbutts. Every fight features at least six headbutts. Yeah. Agreed. And And then the other thing that... I think just CGI is like – this is like control. their baby. What they do, every time a car is in an intersection, it gets blindsided. Yeah. Every every single time. Yeah. It, there, there aren't that many blindsidings, but every movie has excessive headbutts and blindsidings. Like let's mix up the violence. Yeah. There's a lot of like hanging off airplanes and it's it's gotten a little over the top. It's a little unbelievable. I know it's a superhero movie, but I, I sort of agree that you're basically watching a huge cartoon the whole time. Right. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was my weekend. You, uh, you, you get up to anything, Ed? Uh, I was in a race this weekend. I was in a – Spartan uh, race? Spartan race. That, re- that reminds me. I thought of you today. Google Glass is on sale right now. Did you? Did you? I know you've run with guys that Google Glass up some well, glass here, holes. I I didn't see Google last race. I did. I did see some Google Glass, but this race it seemed to be a bunch of GoPro guys. Go GoPro is a thing. A lot now. of go, lot, lot of GoPro guys. And when I say a lot, like Everybody. like one out of every ten guys I saw was like filming. Like like somebody's gonna sit down and watch a, an hour. Anywhere from a fifty-minute to an hour and twenty-minute race, they're just gonna. Even if they edit it, it's gonna be miserable. You could not edit it short enough to keep me awake. Like if it right. was, if it was a, a nanosecond, your race video would put me to sleep. I wouldn't even be able to watch my own. No, like an hour. Not. Like what? But these these guys think they're gonna make a montage. Like they're doing something more important. I mean. Doing a race, fine. You're doing it for yourself for and, you. and great, but like you're doing it for yourself only. There's not one person that really gives a shit. There, there might be people who say congratulations, but nobody actually cares. No, he's what he's doing is he's going to make a video. He's going to go home and put download it to his Mac. Lather up. Yeah, he's going to get <laughs> lathered up. He's going to get some of his favorite Van Halen MP3s. And he's going to make a race montage video and he's going to post it to his Facebook page and then he's going to go to work and he's going to be like, hey, you check my video? Hey, Tom, Tom in accounting. How's my video? You check my video? You see my – yeah, I ran a race this weekend. You probably saw the video, right? You saw the video. I hate he's this gonna get. 
He's going to get a handful of likes and no actual views. He, yeah, absolutely. He's he's one of the ones. GoPro guy is a guy that needs shaming. Absolutely. When when we get to our shame segment later in the show, when we talk about who needs shaming, remind me. GoPro guy needs to be shamed. All the comments need to be like, dude, who do you, who fucking cares? Like, why are you showing me this? <laughs> Nobody cares about your stupid race. <laughs> <laughs> and the other type of guy that is is really out of control in the race culture, no matter what it is, are the guys in costume. Oh, Ed, stop I, where does where does it end? I, it, there were a lot of those guys in the green man costume and blue man, yeah. like the head to toe, which I, I don't see how they're not suffocating. Yes. And it just bums me out that I'm in the same race as these guys, yeah. and they can do that with their faces covered. But then on top of it, there must have been. A group of and, – and there were a handful of them of overly nostalgic about Ultimate Warrior guys uh, and guys ran as Ultimate Warrior. Uh, buddy. When, did, when does it end? Yeah. All, the, the whole Ultimate Warrior thing, like I, I get it. You're nostalgic. You, you realize this was an, a, a coked up, steroided up actor playing a character, right? Like what you're really, really, really like I can't escape all the ultimate warrior love. He it sounds like he was a terrible guy, by the way. <laughs> I, I just saw a bunch of headlines like New York Times put the headline out. Uh, ultimate warrior died of heart failure. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> like I, I'm not what? buying it. The old gray lady is reporting this. <laughs> like our country is fucked. The newspaper of record. Uh, yeah. He, all the blood in his body had moved to those two arteries in his neck. You could see it. <laughs> like he didn't have any for left for his heart to pump. I mean, thoughts and prayers. Obviously, a big yeah. inspiration to many, according to the Facebook posts I've seen. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into it. We're talking NBA, NHL playoffs. I mean, briefly, because. It's a sports show. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I don't like. Uh, ball squeezing, terrible, terrible story, and bully shaming. And that's all before we get to Fancy Pop. So hang with us. We'll be right back. Baller Lifestyle Podcast, theballerlifestyle.com, Brian Beckner, Ed Daly. Subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends. Comment. Oh, mailbag. I gave you fucking guys some emails last week, and nobody's utilizing them. I'm serious about this. I We want to make the mailbag, and we want to make fancy sex, regular segments, and we don't want to have to make up the questions, So, which we, we're not above doing. Or or stealing them from other websites. So send us some emails. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Fancy sex at theballerlifestyle.com. Send us your comments, questions. Make the show interactive. We'll say your name. We'll say your Twitter handle. Become a part of our deal. Uh, I'm serious about that. Uh, and yeah, there's a good chance we make fun of you. 
but not if you're really funny and cool. So try to be. We funny got some and cool. good. We complimented some yep, my in man. the last mailbox, but yeah. I, I also have to say, the people who have responded so far, for the most part, are like the the guy in a beautiful mind towards the very end, like oh, way out there. Yes. Shit that I'm having trouble digesting. Yes, I uh, we we had a we had a gym bag interaction with our boy <laughs> douche nozzle and. God bless you, douche nozzle. I love you. I mean, you're 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 making an effort to interact, and you're making fun of me, which I'm I'm cool with. I'm I would never insult somebody just for making fun of me. I'll, quite the opposite. I'm I'm here. I'm open. I'm available to be made fun of. That's that's what I'm into. Um, but we we had to sort. Of, he didn't like that. I must have mentioned that I bring a bag of my clothes to the gym, a gym bag. I don't think he liked you calling it a gym bag. I don't know what the fucking else to call it. I mean, that's what... <laughs> Gymnasium it's, bag? It's, like, what is it? <laughs> what? It's, it's a duffel that I keep like my socks and shoes and shorts in and those, those underarm, those underwear that keep my, keep my balls in place and all, all the salves and powders I need to, to keep everything dry. This guy's a fourth generation hobo. He wants it in a bindle or nothing else. Yeah, exactly. So, but at least at least he's reaching out. I mean, he yeah, could... we he's still our our best uh, our best uh, mailbag right. participant yeah. so far. I, I love you, douche nozzle. Please more, make fun of me more. Um. Okay. Ed, are you fired up? Your Knicks aren't there. My Lakers no. aren't there. The NBA playoffs are about to fire up, and I. This is like my least favorite time of year. I, I kind of like – I can appreciate the NBA even when my team's not there. I, like I love Kevin Durant. There's some players I love. I, they're, they're such amazing athletes. And when it gets really deep in the playoffs, it's pretty interesting. But I, I, these leagues, they put every fucking team in the playoffs. You, do you, do well, you realize the Atlanta Hawks that. have made the playoffs like eight years in a row? Yeah, and they're a bad franchise. Of course. Why are they but in the playoffs? The biggest problem, it's not just that they have all these teams. Fine, if they want to fight it out and eliminate most of the bad teams in a week, but they spread it out more than the regular season. So you're waiting four or five days between games. These series yes, could take three weeks. Just one series could take three weeks. They After the first round, they get into a thing where there's just one game per day. Because they yeah. want to mo- monopolize TV, so I'm. I mean, I guess when there's still enough teams around, there'll be one or two games per day. But a lot of times, your team will play a game and then they won't have another game in their series for three days. It's yeah. it's an endless, endless slog. And the NHL is the same way. It's four months of playoffs. The the regular season is meaningless and that's also endless like i don't know how anybody can pay attention like what the fuck do you have going on that you can pay attention to all this all these games it's it never ends like just get, and plus we all know there's only like three teams with any shot at winning well especially in these two sports of course if you if you look at the nfl and the NFL is is definitely an evil organization, and there's lots of problems. But the reason why that sport is so popular is because everybody thinks they have a chance for a decent amount of time. And yeah. going into the playoffs, it, it's still wide open. There are definite favorites, but 
it's because there are so many different players that, like, if special teams fucks up, you could lose, yep. even though you have the best team. If your quarterback is off, you could have the best receivers in the world, and it doesn't matter if your line sucks. Like, there's so many moving parts. In the NBA, if you have LeBron James, yes, you're gonna win. He's, a, he's essentially two-thirds of a team yes. by himself. He, he is the, They could not – the whole league should pay that guy money because he's so much – more than everyone else. He he is the most marketable. He's the best player by a long shot. And, of course, his team's going to go to the finals. Or, yeah, they're going to go to the finals, and they're probably going to win the whole thing. So just get us to that point. Like, and eliminate because the whole of first that, round. Right, and because of, of that, that you have such studs that can dictate everything, you can't have a seven-game series because yeah. that best team will always win. There's no element of yes, surprise. That's true. Like, there's almost no upsets in, in the playoffs in a seven-game series. That's true. That's absolutely true. And, and one thought, I'm, I, I like the Kings. I don't know. I'll have to wait. Even me, big Kings fan. I, I What? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I thought you were talking about the NBA no, still. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm what? Sorry. NHL playoffs. I'm, I'm a Kings right. guy. Of course, I'm going to be supporting my Kings. Big first-round series with the Sharks, who they'll take. I can't say I'll watch any of the games, but I'll, I'll try to tune in if I catch one. Uh, but uh, was someone going to tell me that the Red Wings are in the Eastern Conference now? What? Yes. Oh, I'm I'm a big Rangers fan, and uh, I didn't know that. Did, did, I don't think the Rangers made the playoffs, did they? No, of course they did. They're they're actually kind of hot. Are they? They're like in the oh yeah, they're like a middle seed. They're like a four or five. Yeah, they're or playing. Like that. I'm going to tell you right now. They're playing the Flyers. They're M two versus M three. This is it's also very confusing how that M two. Yeah, what is, I don't know. Is it like a bingo M2. score. I don't know. There's A's. There's W's. I don't know how they sort this out, but they're playing the Flyers. And, yeah, and they're the, playing the Flyers. The Flyers are a hard luck squad, so I don't. If the Flyers don't lose in a sad way to the Rangers, they'll the next series they'll lose in a sad way to the, to the next team. But the the Red Wings open against the Bruins. That doesn't make any sense. They're like one one of the key teams that have dominated it. You you can do that to the Houston Astros. The, you don't do that to like the one of the the best franchises in all of sports. I can't. I just can't even believe it. I thought it was a mistake, but yeah, Boston Eastern Conference. Uh, yeah, shorten the playoffs. I'll take your ideas on that. I'll take. Hey, maybe you think. Oh no! Fucking playoffs should be longer. They should put every team in there. Like maybe you disagree. I doubt it because I'm right. Ed and I are right. But hey, if you have a different opinion. Maybe you think I'm stupid because I don't know the Red Wings are in the Eastern Conference. It's, it can't have been more than this season that they've been in the Eastern Conference. No, definitely not. I, I, I'm not the biggest hockey fan, but I somewhat pay attention to playoff time. I've never known them to be in the East. Me either. And I, like, I, I remember when the um, Brewers when, were in the AL. They were in the AL East? Yeah, they were in the AL East. I remember it well. Now they're a National League team. I, the Astros. The Astros are in the American League now. Yeah. Like, I know about that. So I didn't know about this Red Wing thing. All right. We – I think we need to skip ball squeezing. That's – you know what I'll tell you? I'll be honest. That's an evergreen. I feel like there's never going to be a time we can't talk about that. And it may – it could be that I steal it and talk about it on the radio. But we're we're so – verbose you and i you and i have so much to talk about that we're, so much knowledge to give we're running down the clock and we need to get to this bully shaming this bully who needs right. to be shamed and i'll just read from the story you sent me from the toronto sun 
An Ohio man faced public humiliation Sunday for terrorizing his neighbor for the last 15 years. What a piece of garbage. Edmund Aviv, 62, pleaded no contest to a fourth-degree misdemeanor charge of disorderly con- conduct. That's all they got him on? Was, and was ordered to stand at an intersection in his hometown of South Euclid, Ohio, until 2 p.m. with a sign that says, I am a bully. I pick on children that are disabled. What a fucking asshole. And I am intolerant of those who are different from myself. My actions do not reflect appreciation for the diverse South Euclid community that I live in. And they made him like – you got to see the picture. He, it's awesome. He had to like write it with a Sharpie yeah. or a, ma- and, a magic marker. And he, he wrote it like a super simple Flowers for Algernon kind yeah, of guy. He's, I don't think he's all there. Uh, uh, yeah, so he sat up here. Let's get to what he did. Uh, he would do things like shine a spotlight. Okay, so he had like a, this. He hated some of his neighbors specifically. He would do things like shine a spotlight at their house at three in the morning so the family couldn't sleep. He would play loud music. He also shoveled dog feces onto the car of one son who is a caretaker to the disabled children. He did this every day. That's a lot of dog feces. And how is this a fourth degree misdemeanor? Yeah, I feel like it's like this is this is being a horrible citizen. Are there are there no laws? I feel like this is assault, plain well, and simple. It's it's, it's some on. type of felony. What about their this, civil rights? This is Ohio, which it, Florida without question gets the worst rap and it's deserved, but because of that, a state like Ohio doesn't get enough shaming uh, as a state. They're they're a horrible state. They have more serial killers than any state. That's true. Get my man Gacy hung out in Ohio. G- Gacy, uh, the 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 uh, the dude who had the three women in his basement yeah, yeah. in Cleveland. Serial, yeah, that guy. And Jeffrey Dahmer went to Ohio State University. That's right. Never forget. Also, um, we sort of sweep this one under the rug. How about that guy they just let have all those wild animals in his backyard, and one day he, right. he decided he didn't want to live anymore, and he just let them all out? Yeah. That was in Ohio. Juma- Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. He went, he went Jumanji on the, on the greater Ohio countryside. Yeah. It's a bad state. It's a very bad state. Oh, but I wonder, like, this guy got convicted of a misdemeanor. You know how when, the, like, the Rodney King cops get off, all of a sudden the U.S. Right. attorney – of that area comes in and goes, whoa, 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 no, 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 yeah. no. You violated his civil rights. How about, I feel like this is a civil rights violation by this guy, Edwin Aviv. Yeah, he's, uh, and I, I didn't like that he got to wear sunglasses and a hat. I don't, yeah, I don't like that either. He's hiding. He should, he should be out there like in a Speedo or something, like open to the world <laughs> to be seen. When the children went to play outside, he targeted them. These are these are like special needs kids. With the limited capability that they had, if they lost a ball, Aviv would kick it as hard as he could across the street so they couldn't access it anymore. What a fucking oh dick. He's the worst. He's like the, he's like a villain in a like a Dennis the Menace cartoon. He really really is a dick. Um he, he also got Ed, you'll be happy to know. He also got 15 days in jail now and a hundred hours of community service. Yeah. Like anybody wants him doing like going to schools and helping the kids. Like the, I feel like that's a trash pickup only type of community service. <laughs> the, the good thing with 15 days in jail, he definitely got beat up because 
two weeks in the pokey, like you, yeah. there's just fight fights happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this guy looks pretty doughy, so I'm sure he he was on the business end of a few beatings. He's weak and old and white. He probably got the shit kicked out of him at least a couple of times in that 15 days. Uh, and I feel like this isn't enough shaming, but at least it's an attempt to shame the guy. This guy should have been in jail. But there's there's some other people that need to be shamed out there, aren't there, Ed? I I think I'm hoping this sets a precedent that shaming can be something used going forward. And I there there are some obvious ones, but some that's just still exists even today. I was walking down the street and I'm just trying to listen listen to my headphones and they're over they're overshadowed by the talking too loud on a cell phone guy. Who talks on a cell phone anymore? <laughs> if he has no matter what, yes, you shouldn't be talking in this day and age. But if you are, like if it's 1987 or if you're on a, a helicopter, that's yes. one thing. Yes. But like <laughs> he's talking into a device that can hold every music song ever recorded. Right. right. It can he can go shopping from this thing, but yet it can't it can't uh, capture normal speaking volume. All all the world's knowledge is in his hand, but he still has to yell into it. Shouting. No. And I told you I'm going to meet you at 4:30. Like just like it's just completely Bullshit stuff. Yeah, right. I, I, I really wanted to just hip check him into the like the, the building next to him. <laughs> I agree. What about this? Is this is a new? Um, this is somebody that's new to the scene, but they're everywhere now. Selfie guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you just put put a shame sign on the guy that said, "I took a selfie." Yeah, like. Look, we all know that – see, it's bad enough like when you're holding the camera yourself and you take a picture of yourself. I mean we all know you love yourself, but enough with giving your phone to some rando and pretending that someone caught you in a spontaneous love moment with your significant <laughs> other. Like ha, like that – there's a picture taken from 30 feet away of you holding your girlfriend's hand like from behind. It's like, OK, guy, we get it. You're in love with her. You you staged this photo. Don't don't get make us sort of. Don't try to create the illusion that this is a spontaneous thing that's just happened. It's a staged, posed right. photograph, and we all know it. And everyone should shame this person in the comments. Right, and they should make them wear a sign that says, "My staged relationship is not going to last." Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because it isn't. <laughs> Right. If you're if you're going through those measures to show how in love you are, the shit is is it's it's already circling the drain. Absolutely. It's almost over. Or like the gym shots, you know. Hey dude, I know <laughs> yeah. you could do a lot of pull-ups. All right? right. Don't don't have Ted, your workout partner, snap pics of you flexing. Right. Yeah, so you pain can... is it. Sweat is just pain leaving the body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Engage like beast asshole. mode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, speaking of the gym, how about the guy that works out in the high altitude mask? Have you seen this guy? What? I've never seen that. Oh, you're gonna see him. You're gonna. You'll probably see one tomorrow. It's a new thing. It's like they wear. They almost look like something out of Star Wars, a movie you know a lot about. Like a guy who has like sleep apnea, like one of those things. It's no. It's not. Um, it's not like hooked up to anything. 
Or is it an Asian person in an airport mask? It's, but it's somewhere in between. It's okay. straps to the face, and it has like bulbs on the front of it that somehow filter or so it's like bane this is yeah similar <laughs> this is this is a perfect mailbag somebody explain the high altitude mask to me please the it's like got bulbs on the front so that when you work out and you're breathing heavy it supposedly <laughs> simulates high altitude you know what else simulates high altitude move to the fucking mountains asshole <laughs> yeah. yeah go enjoy the rockies drink your Coors light and go lift up yeah there. are you are you training to go 12 rounds with the champ like what do you need <laughs> what do you need the extra endurance for guy and there's a guy near my house he scared the shit out of my kids one day cuz i was driving by he rocks one and his is like styled he it's like all painted like red and white and it matches his red beats by dre headphones oh no he runs and he's got a whole high altitude mask (laughs) system this guy needs shame (laughs) everyone should just stop him and go what the whoa hold on what the fuck are you doing or he should have to run around with carrying a sign i think that is a solid uh, you definitely should put these guys in signs because when they take off the mask, people are not going to know that they are the type of people who wear those masks. Yeah. Like when he shows up at his job, everyone should know he's the asshole in the mask. Yeah, exactly. And I, I got one more for you. Okay. The people who give the exaggerated sigh in line. Oh, fuck that guy. Because it, I would say it's it's often it, – it can be a guy. Yeah. But it's often a middle-aged white woman. Usually. Yeah, I would agree. And it's just the ultimate arrogance because nobody likes waiting in no. line. Nobody does. Your time and is no more important than mine. Especially if there's something wrong with the cashier or whatever it is. And and it might be incompetence. But by you doing that and, and instead of complaining, like if there's a serious issue, you go complain to the manager. But by you doing that, all you're saying is everyone in front of you and behind you – my my waiting is more inconvenient than your waiting. Yeah. And I'm I'm more important than you. You are less valuable to this society. Your time is less valuable than mine. Whatever you could be a heart surgeon, you could be you could be working on curing cancer, you could be whatever it is, it doesn't matter. My time I, as a as a middle aged woman that works in an office is much more important. And in case you couldn't tell that by looking at me, I'm gonna yeah. sigh in line. Yeah, sigh in line person is worse than a verbalized yawner who's who I hate the most. Uh, yeah, because that's a pretty because the verbalized yawner is annoying, but they're usually pretty oblivious. They're not really – they don't do it with malice. They're just real stupid and they don't realize this, they're being annoying. Right. The sign line is, a, is a, an intentional move. Yeah, there's, they, there's, they mean for you to know something. Like listen to me. Hey, listen, listen. <sighs> I'm sighing to let you know that my time is more important than yours. Right, and when they want to ramp it up, they'll do the mutter under their breath. God, I can't yeah. believe this bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, okay. Are you talking to me? Just, or ran, do we... just ran in to oh. get some bread. I don't have to open another fucking line here. <laughs> is this all the cashiers they got on? Where's the man? I think I'm talking to the manager. Listen, Tuts. You, you, you'll be a few minutes late to uh, book club, but you're going to have to wait. Right. Okay, exactly. Uh, here, I got another one. Guy that actually tells you how he's doing. 
How you been, Ted? Listen, we, we have a social contract in America. Yes, yes. Good. Yes. It's good. Great. Yes. How you doing, Ted? Uh, not great. Whoa, 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 whoa. Buddy, buddy. <laughs> Are you uh, not familiar with this routine? It's called America. You say you're fine or – yeah, you say great or you say you're fine and uh, nowhere yes. in between. I, you, I ask you how you're doing. You have two choices, good or great. Because there's an unwritten rule here that all of us, except him with no shame, seem to understand. No one actually gives a fuck how you're doing. Because if you really wanted to know how somebody was doing, like if you really cared, you'd be in their life and know these kind of things. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's – you give me a good – you can even go with a real good. How you doing? Real, I, I go with that one a lot of time. Real good. How you doing? Fine. Not, uh, you know, tough morning. Um uh, Dog's not – might have to put the dog down. Kids starting to wear women's clothes. <laughs> my wife, pretty sure my wife's fucking the pool, man. I'm uh, going to lose my job. Ah, ah, ah. I got my own <laughs> fucking problem, Steve. Keep it to yourself. Shut the You know what out. I say? Yeah. You know what I say? No. I don't know because it's so conditioned that I just give some word. I, I say good, I guess, but yeah. like I don't even don't know, know because I've say. never, I've never considered that that question. Like I just good, and then just keep moving. Like there's never, there's never a chance I want to open it up for more conversation. The this this leads me to another person that needs shame, along the lines of um, tells you how he's doing, guy. Obsessed with kids' activities, guy. Ooh. Hey, Ted, what do you got going on this weekend? Uh, Little League, soccer, got another basketball game, karate, chess camp, violin, CrossFit. Dude. Or when they tell you the times. Yeah. They say yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they well, lay it out. Yeah, yeah. Timmy's got a soccer game at 10, and then Mary's got a soccer game at 2.30. And it's like, whoa, whoa, hey, hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I read all about it already on whogivesashit.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. It's like you know, growing up, like I played sports. My parent, I, I remember riding my bike to practice most of the time. I remember riding my bike to games. I don't remember like I see my parents there occasionally, but they didn't really make it their deal. They weren't all about it, and you know that's. It's good to be interested in your kids' activities, but you don't need – you know, this isn't the renaissance. They don't need to be painting and sculpting and dancing and learning how to play the lute as well as running marathons and wrestling and tennis and it's enough. You know, just but pick, uh, pick them a thing and have them stick to it. I'm fine with them doing all of these things for the kids. I'm fine with them turning their kid into a little renaissance man or woman. But I'm never fine with them telling yeah, me about yeah, it. Yeah, you don't need to know about it. Yeah. I, I, you I know guess what you I say? Agree. Yeah. Say good. Yeah. Just say good. Yeah, good. Good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let us mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Who, who else needs shame? This is something that right. Ed and I will respond to in a blog post if you fucking assholes send us some emails. Mailbag. <laughs> and not – not just not just the offense, but what the sign should read. Yeah, absolutely. Give it, give us a heads up because uh, this is you know we just thought of these off the top of our head. I'm sure there's a lot better ones that you guys can come up with. So send them along. And if you want to know how stupid that guy from Ohio is, I'm looking at his sign. The I am a bully. I pick on children. Yeah, he's one of those guys that the entire thing is in caps, but the last letter I is 
The I with the dot. The one that should be capitalized. <laughs> I with the dot. <laughs> yeah, he's and he's got a new. He looks evil. I don't know how I'm, he's allowed to wear the sunglasses yeah. and hat. Yeah, but you know what? It that letter I isn't what told us he was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. All right, joining us now. It's time, Ed. We need. Oh yeah, things are happening. Like Coachella was this weekend. Like a lot of stuff popping off in the world of celebrity gossip. Stuff that you <laughs> and I, we just don't. You know, we don't have the Us Weekly app. I don't have yeah, a Google I... alert set for what Paris Hilton is up to. Yeah, I. I uh... Like I said, I didn't even know – I have no idea what channel the Oprah Network is on. You, you couldn't find the Oprah – I've had a hard time watching that show by the way. But Michelle or or Miss, yes, Mrs. Mrs. Daly, Mrs. Daly. <laughs> uh, she asked me if I could put that Lindsay Lohan show on the loop for her so she could check it out. And I said I have, I have no idea. Well, I know there's I know there's a search function yeah, on the uh, DVR, but I just said I have I have no idea. Well, what the thing is, is, is that you could watch it with her. Like, well, let's let's pump the brakes on this conversation. I mean, that's that's something <laughs> that you guys could do as a couple. We could do that, or we could just watch like a real show. Like, we watch Mad Men together. I'll 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 do that. I mean, you know, that's something else I wanted to talk about. I'm kind of over Mad Men. Let's hold on. Um, Let's get let's get fancy because fancy will have thoughts on this. Yes. Hold on. Joining us now, everybody's favorite baller lifestyle correspondent, bringing us all the pop culture celebrity gossip we can handle. Fancy pop is the name of the segment. Joining us now, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? I'm okay. Hi, Fancy. Hi. Hey, hey Fancy. Right, right before. Uh huh. We went to you, Ed and I. Well, Ed was saying how his wife, and I need to shoot her a text about this. Remind me. His wife hit him up uh-huh. to record Lindsay. Yeah. And he's Why saying, well, he's saying, well, I can't find the Oprah network. He's making all sorts of excuses. And I said, you know, this is something you could do as a couple. You guys could sit down and watch Lindsay as a couple. And he said, oh, no. He's like, we watch real shows. We watch Mad Men and Matt. So that's that's what I want to get to. A lot of lot of our favorite shows have started Game of Thrones, which is typically awesome. Yeah, I, I'm, I I'm still one about... behind. So I mean, I don't mind if you wanted to spoil it. Cause no, because there's a, there's a major spoiler that I can't that I won't give up, other than to say it's well. it's a great great show. Uh, but yeah, something something major just happened, and all my listeners know about it. But Kate, you need to watch that. You need to watch that tonight because we need to discuss it. But also, Mad Men has just kicked off, and I feel like I'm I'm maybe I'm in the minority here, but I feel like Mad Men has had its jump the shark moment. Are you guys with me or against me? I'm sticking uh, it out. I'm watching the show, but I, I agree it's it's lost a little heat off the fastball. Yeah, I mean, who knows what they've got in store? But you know that that setup was it wasn't the most exciting. You know, it was a little bit more of the same. Except I'm really into Peggy's storyline. She's she's falling apart. Yeah, I, I'm into Peggy, uh, and yeah, the first episode of the season is kind of they kind of have to update you on where everybody is and what yeah. they're up to, but. Hey, we get it. Don's got demons, right? I mean, it's going seven seasons well of this. 
Yeah, I mean it's it's the same thing every year, and now everybody's like, is he going to kill himself? He should do it soon. He should do it soon, and Megan is still the most annoying character on that show, which they reminded me. Megan is super annoying. He should take him with her. They should do a Harold and Maud type of thing I where they just drive off a cliff. Her, even in a bicoastal marriage, I'd want to kill myself too. Yeah, absolutely. After she sang that, she had her moment when she sang that French song in episode one of last right. season. I'm, I'm, no, no one is over that yet. But Zuby I, Zoo. I just, Zuby Zoo, that, thank you. I just cannot. I, I, I obviously I'm going to watch the whole season because I'm, yeah. I'm invested. My favorite invested. character, and he's definitely not like my favorite guy, but my favorite character is Pete Campbell. To me, oh, yeah. like he's he's so good because he he's just he, he really tweaks it every every scene he get he has. Yeah, he. he I totally agree. He's he, it's a great character. He's yeah. multi-layered. He's probably a sociopath. He's definitely got his own demons, but he's cruising. He's living life. And I like that they're shaving but he doesn't that guy's not going bald and they're shaving like bald spots into his head. <laughs> Are they I need to look yeah. at that. Yeah, like they're they're doing subtle ways of like showing how he's just aging and like stressed out like He's got like a guy with a full head of hair and he usually has long hair. And like, yeah. he, he's like a grungy looking dude. And he just plays this like, just a nebbishy, annoying guy. Like, I love that guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more interested in the ancillary characters at this point. Uh, Ken Cosgrove is off the deep end. <laughs> I, you know, I, I need a Stan storyline. That's awesome. Yeah, the eye patch. It's just amazing. It, it really is. Like, there's a lot more. Like, I don't need fucking Don Draper drinking himself to tears and trying to fuck Nev Campbell. The one main character I don't get tired of is Roger Sterling. No, oh, he's good. tired of Rod. He's amazing. Yeah, he's he's having hippie orgies. Last season, he was taking acid. Jessica's or uh, uh, Megan's mom blew him. I mean, he <laughs> he right. is really he should be the star of the show. It should it should be the the Roger Sterling show. And the and one fun. thing about well, I was gonna say one thing about Game of Thrones. Uh, I like the show, but I don't give it my all when paying attention. So any given scene. I probably only know one to zero characters who are involved. And I just, I, I'm happy anytime somebody dies because it's just less people to pay attention to. But I still kind of like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, do. I don't know I'm the not, names of any I of the characters. the names of most of the characters, too. I'm Actually, now I'm starting to memorize them. They, all, kind, they all just kind of look like they smell. That, well, definitely. I need one of those, like quarterback wristband things that I can flip open right. and it's got like a little picture of everybody in their name and like what house they're in. But right. it's, this is like what I try to explain to people is just take in what you can get. Like don't, don't overanalyze. Don't, you know, get, get what you can out of it. And don't, don't try to overthink things. Right. Good advice. Uh, Kate. I'm just looking got... at, I'm just looking at this poster for the bachelorette with Andy Dorfman. Oh, and, yeah. When did they chose? They chose the who the bachelorette is? She's, she's looking for the right one. And it says Juan, J-U-A-N, crossed out with one underneath. Oh. Yeah, yeah they don't she's, like the producers don't like that. She's the, she's the really attractive one who, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you liked her. Over, over, overnight and got angry with him. Yeah. yeah. When, she's looking when, for the right one. 
not do we know when that show starts because kate if you're on a different continent than i am it's Uh gonna be very hard for me to pay attention to the show i I have to be honest yeah it's starting on it airs uh may 19th Ooh, that's a (laughs) special day day. that's a good day um (laughs) kate tell us it's time for fancy pop like we've we've held you at bay long enough you're probably chomping at the bit tell us what is popping off in the world of celebrity gossip um well i'm really worried about tori spelling as you know her husband dean mcdermott had extramarital sex i'm shocked that anyone would have sex with him but he he cheated with a 28 year old last year got busted because the woman uh went public with her story how he's pretty old too. He's Who? what's he like? Forty five. He's forty seven. Forty seven. Who and he's is he's banging a twenty eight year old. You know Tori Spelling. It's her. no. I, it's I, I know. I, I know uh, who Tori Spelling is. But like, was he somebody before he married he was, her, or is he they, famous for being her husband? No, he wasn't famous. He was. Um, he was an actor that no one knew about. They met doing a Lifetime movie, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was married when they met, and. They, they both were. Yeah, they were both married, and they had an affair with each other. Yeah, and then ended up getting married, leaving their, you know, husband and wife, and getting married. So this is—I don't know how long they've been married. It's been a while. They've got, they've got like four kids now. The oldest one is seven. Anyway, I just was watching the new uh, preview for for the show where Tori's uh, Tori and Dean are obviously in counseling. Um in this clip and Tori is crying because she is never going to be able to give Dean enough sex. So (laughs) she cries. I could never give him enough sex. He's never going to be happy with just me. So I'm really excited for this, for this. That sounds like, that sounds like seasons two through seven of 90210 with David Silver. (laughs) She, she never gave him any sex. That's right. That was always the problem. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned that these two lovebirds don't have it for the long haul. He's already cheated. <clears throat> He's been treated for sex addiction, which I don't know if there is a treatment for that. I feel like this could be the last gasp for those two. And who knows, maybe the disillusion of this marriage might get her back in the good graces with her mother, Candy, so she can get some of that good Aaron Spelling Charlie's Angels love boat money. She went bad on him. She went bad on her dad when he was like, he was a foot and a half in the grave. Yeah, Yeah. that that was a bummer. Think of how stupid you have to be. Aaron Spelling. He was rich. Fantasy Island money. And that guy was 105 years old in 1982. All right, what else is going on, Kate? So next story. Um, Johnny Weir and husband Victor who we had spoken about previously could not, settle, could not settle on who got what bags and furs. So they have decided <laughs> to reconcile, but with some conditions. Oh yeah. I like go through the conditions. Okay. Cause I have a lot of questions about these. Okay. Um, the list, the following list that Johnny has written up defines the type of cheating that will not be tolerated. Sex outside the marriage oral sex outside the marriage, kissing or making out, sexting, aggressive flirting, mutual masturbation, social media, grinder, dating. All right. First, I have a question about like a technicality here. Me too. What does mutual masturbation actually mean? No idea. Well, it means, I guess, that 
you're masturbating together, right? Or, or right. are you ma- are you masturbating each each other? I think it could mean either or. Would be my. I, fe- I feel like, so like Johnny ski, ski polling with another dude. Right. I okay. feel like Johnny is a real buzzkill here. Like all yeah. like all that right. stuff that they're not allowed to do. Yeah. I Victor's feel like that's have, Victor's not allowed to have any fun. Basically. I feel like that's all the fun of being in a gay relationship is that you get to do all that kind of stuff. <laughs> my my problem is that there's a separate bullet point for sex outside the marriage or oral sex. Like if you, oh, got, if you got caught getting a blowjob, like, oh, oh, this was included in right. point. You didn't say oral sex. <laughs> like that means that these guys are searching for a lot of loopholes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm actually happy for these kids. They had a lot of purses to to Lit deal up. with. They had a lot of community property, most like ninety percent of which was purses. Also, they had a dog that they were going to have to cut in half, like that one story from the Bible. King Solomon, I think, or is it a King Midas? Yeah, Some, one, one of those. Yes, yes. And uh, so it looks like the dog's going to have a good home. It looks like Victor w- can. He was. Really, really hurt that Johnny pulled him out of the closet or something, and it, and it oh, looks like they're him. gonna. Yeah, he tur- yeah he turned him, which you know, like Johnny's still patting himself on the back for turning Victor. Yeah, That's the and, document and- also requires uh, joint STDs tests every six months, with the results being read with both it, both of them in the room. So good, that could be a reality show. <laughs> you know and what? There's- there's a section in the document titled Ultimatums where Johnny lists examples of Victor's ultimatums, including, quote, if I give you one more day to get your bank records to me, then I want to have a free fuck of anyone I want. Shut up. Quote. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So things are looking good for, for these guys and their recon- <laughs> reconciliation. Seems, seems like trust, trust is a big part of their relationship. Yeah. Sounds like a reality show in the making. I can't wait. Okay, you ready for the next story? Yeah. Uh, Kate Upton hates her beautiful breasts. Apparently, she hates the two uh, things that have made her the most famous, which are her boobs. She adds, every single day, I'm like, oh, man, it would be so much easier, especially if people didn't constantly bring them up. So she wants to have smaller boobs. I feel well. I I mean, I can identify. I, I my nine inch penis has been a problem to yeah. me for my entire adult life. Mm-hmm. It's just too big. Everybody's heavy, ogling it. Around. Yeah, it's about it and talked about it. I truly feel for her because yeah. if if there were a way for me to maintain my current life and shrink my testicles a little bit. I would definitely do it. Like the amount of rearranging that goes on, just like and I haven't even hit old age. Like when I hit old age, it's going to be terrible. There's just going to be testicles everywhere in everything I do. I, I so like I, I get you know she wants you know she wants to do something about the beach umbrellas. I get it. I get it. Quick quick aside. I um I forgot under speaking of my gym bag. Speaking of a couple bags, I forgot underpants the other day when I went to the gym. And it's that's normally like I just don't work out, but I knew it was the only day I would be able to get in in the next couple days, so I went anyways. Anyway, you went. You just went naked. You went free ball. I free balled it. Workout so dangerous. 
and those things were bouncing and slapping. Uh, and you know what? Now that I brought it up, I, they hurt a little bit now. That's what I'm saying. The, the, you gotta, if you could reduce the yam sack a little bit, right. it would be good. Now, if somebody was paying you $20 million a year to have big balls, Ed, yeah. how would you feel about your big old balls at that point? <laughs> they would You'd be feel pro- pretty good about prominent. them. Well, notice she, she, she complains about them, but she hasn't – there is a procedure, and right. it's a procedure that's not all that like out there, and she's not doing that until Sports Illustrated stops calling or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, she's a bigger girl – from the Midwest with big, beautiful tits. And she's very shortly going to just be a big girl from the Midwest. So she should, she should be very, very happy that she has those big, beautiful breasts and stack all the chips that she gets for the next couple of years. Because I feel and like, sure, and I'm sure in her defense, that's what she's doing, but I can relate to what she's saying. Sometimes it's a pain in the ass. You want to be able Kate? to wear a small bikini top or go without yeah. a bra every once in a while. And you've got these big old things you got to strap in all the time. It's annoying. And, you know, yeah. yeah, she's blessed and she's making a lot of money and stuff. But she's allowed to say, look, they're also kind of annoying. You know, I don't think the we fem- should be here for that. The female perspective, Kate. Yeah. I, I think you're perfect. <laughs> thanks, babe. I, I, I like the way you look. I like the way you look in a bathing suit, too. Oh, thanks. thanks. I just – hey, this is, this is getting a little, <laughs> a little weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just Googled this just to see if I could uh, find any information or maybe just accompanying picture. And uh, s- somebody called her breasts bald commuters. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just along for the ride? Bald commuters. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, well, but <clears throat> good luck. Thoughts and prayers to, to Kate Upton and, and yeah. more importantly, Kate Upton's big, beautiful breasts. Okay, Kate, next story. That was a lot of – a lot more ball talk than I was expecting to. Next story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dina Lohan has been charged. Uh, sorry, she pled guilty for her DUI and speeding in a Long Island courtroom. So now she has to do 100 hours of community service. So she's really, um, I mean, I don't know. Is she following in Lindsay's footsteps or is Lindsay following in her footsteps? Like what, that's, what's going on now? Yeah, and we wonder why Lindsay is in the place she's at. Look at who her parents are. Her mom is the worst, the most useless, enabling, just worst person there is. And yeah, her daughter's in rehab and she's getting DUIs. Well, right. she deserves to have this sign around her neck, right? If there's anybody yeah, – She should be shamed. This, she should be shamed. I agree. Um, well – Lindsay's now, I think, seven months out of rehab, and she just spent the weekend at Coachella, where it is reported on radar that she was drinking vodka. Mm. Big surprise. I saw this on a a couple of different websites. Apparently, she couldn't stand up straight and was frantically chain-smoking cigarettes, holding a glass with clear liquid in it, which we don't think was water. No, somebody somebody reported that they saw somebody scurry away from her VIP tent, grab four vodka sodas from the bar, bring them like, back, and hand one of them to her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's in a bad way. This she's a major major alcoholic and drug addict. She should be in a long term rehab facility. Her mom should never be allowed to talk to her anymore. But unfortunately, this, there's just going to be a lifetime of this. I mean, it's as long as she lives, which might not be that much longer. 
But Lindsay Lohan is going to be an alcoholic and an addict. But Oprah's yeah. propping her up like she's making money on the train wreck that she is, so she won't get that help. Lindsay got paid $2 million by Oprah to do that uh, docuseries. And that's yeah, real no, money. She's not getting paid that kind of money to do anything else. No, not even close. She does. She can't get arrested in a movie. She's got to do what she's got to do to get on TV. And Oprah, who likes to paint herself as the savior, is really just another enabler in Lindsay Lohan's life, just like everyone else in her life. It's it's actually kind of sad. It is kind of sad. And you know, at the beginning of this, uh, at the, the beginning of the documentary series, I, you know, I had some empathy and hope for her. Just you know, as, as a child I. from as a child from a pretty messed up family. And, you know, as an addict and, you know, she's just proving to be your typical narcissistic addict, you know, compounded by the fact that she's been making a lot of money and essentially been the boss of everyone since she was 13. And she's just a horrible, entitled person. And what she really needs is a good rock bottom reality check, which I don't think she's had yet. She was on Letterman uh, this past week and he was... He was, I think he was genuinely like concerned about her. He said, I'm an addict. I haven't had a drink in 20 years. And he asked her how she was doing. And she immediately was just weird and called, called, uh, she made them, she started getting the audience to chant, like hijack this show to call Oprah on, on her cell phone. And he just wasn't digging the segment. And you could tell they had two segments carved out. Mm. And, oh, and, uh, he didn't do. He cut her before and the he's second like, segment. All right. Well, thanks, Lindsay. Like after the call, like uh, awkward words with Oprah, and then right. the second segment, like you know, if he had something planned, there would yep. be something there. He talked about how to make a perfect scrambled egg for that second entire second segment. So, oh, that's he did that on purpose. So he clearly just said, "All right, you're gonna hijack yeah. my show. Guess what? You lost your second segment." And just yeah, he seriously like. He said, Paul, you got to get out the eggs, then a little milk and, and a fork <laughs> and make sure you spray – put some butter that. in the pan. Like, that's so good. do that because he just doesn't give a fuck. He's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't care. But he was, he was genuinely concerned about her. He, yeah, like, he said, like, I'm an addict and addict and like she just was like laughing it off. She's like, you want to call Oprah? Hey, everybody, Oprah, Oprah. And then like he lost control of the show and so he took it back and just fucked her over. Uh, oh, I need sad. to watch that. Well, yeah. this week's yeah. episode of Lindsay was just more of the same, like not being able to get out of bed to meet prior commitments, scheduling reshoots, hanging out with friends at her apartment, all being morons. I mean, it was just, it's just, it's a, the whole thing's a train wreck. Only two more episodes though. Yeah, it's pretty sad. She can't get out of bed ever. She's like in bed all day, every day. Like her job, she got $2 million to be on the show and she can't, she like kicks the production out of her apartment every day. Like she's a mess. Yeah. The highlight of the episode for me was she had the team from L Indonesia come to do a shoot with her and she screwed them around so much and, you know, rescheduling and not getting out of bed. And finally they're doing the shoot and um, the team's all talking shit about her in Indonesia in front of her. Oh, that's good. I love that. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's, that's it for, for Fancy Pop this week. Outstanding. Another great segment. Another great show. Uh, appreciate it, Fancy Sauce. I can't wait to see what you have in store for us next week. Yeah. 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 And, and don't hate your body. I don't hate my body. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Uh, Ed, as always... 
I enjoyed, Excellent job. I enjoyed being the third wheel in this little conversation here. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, all, we're, all, we're all equals here. I, I, I'm still allowed to hate my body, right? Well, well, yes, you are, Ed. What did you say, Kate? I said I felt like I was the third wheel at one point with your, with your guys' ball talk together. Hey, this, this, is the, this is the kind of stuff our listeners need to hear because they can identify. And if you, can't, if you have a ball issue, yeah. you, you send us an email. That, that's a fancy sex question. I fancy rather, sex. I would rather have boobs than balls. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I prefer boobs as well. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Let's do it again next week. Yeah, let's. That's yes. it. For Fancy Sauce, for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. 